I was once given a soap <laughs> on the rope. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of Confessions of a Care Home Entertainer. I'm Eleanor. I'm Michaela. Thank you for joining us again. If you enjoyed the first one, thank you very much. We've seen the reviews. We've had some five-star ratings and a review, so we're starting off strong, I think. Yeah, lovely. Thank you so much, everybody, that took the time to download and listen. Yeah, we've had um, we've had um, American listeners have we really mm-hmm. i looked at the stats today on on um apple and we have Aww. some people in america who have listened and downloaded so that's nice so thank you if you're listening that is lovely again. thank you so we um we were originally going to get guests on this week but we've had quite a lot going on haven't we yeah that we, that we wanted to discuss that's kind of impacted us um the main thing being what's affected everyone which is the blooming petrol crisis oh i know I mean, shall we start with that? <laughs> get, get it out of the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> I went down to about just before the red and I thought I'm going to fill up. I'll, think, I'll fill half a tank. I'm not going to go crazy, but I'm just going to fill what I always normally fill. And then when that goes down to the red, I'll fill again. I'm not, I'm not going to take any sort of jerry cans. No way. I'm not doing that. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it is. It's com- it's complete lunacy. The world's gone mad. Um, if if we can't f- if we can't use our cars, we can't do our job. Well, yeah. I mean, I told I told Michaela on Sunday I was getting quite irate on my local community page on Facebook because I had to do uh, a forty mile each way trip on Sunday uh, for work, and I was getting a little bit panicked because I was down to my petrol light and. Um, there was just no petrol anywhere no diesel especially which is what i needed and uh i was just following the community pages to see where people were managing to get fuel and someone said well why don't you just use public transport and i'm like what 40 miles each way on a sunday <laughs> really <laughs> and then someone else told me to take a push bike well i i think a push bike you, you could do you could push bike to work I mean, Excuse me, I am eight months pregnant. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you're not nine. I think, oh, I think not you nine could. Months. Yeah, I, th- I think you could. I, th- I think you've been a bit of a diva about it. I think you could <laughs> definitely get on a bike at eight months pregnant. And I mean, what's what's your motorway? Uh, it'd be for that one. It was M1, M69. Yeah. Well, though you can't have push bags on the motorway, so you'd have to take the back roads. I'd have to go cross country. Yeah. Well, no, that's fine. They'll just set off early. And then obviously with your equipment, just get one of them little trailers for your speakers. <laughs> <laughs> and just bike to work. I don't understand what you're being such a diva about. Like, <sighs> it was very stressful. I, en- I ended up doing my gig on Saturday night and not really sleeping through the stress of <laughs> Not knowing if I'd be able to get any diesel, yeah. so I end I ended up having about three hours sleep and going in search of fuel, and I did manage. That's horrendous. Um, so yeah. there you go, Karen from Leicestershire. Can't, not everyone can <laughs> bike to work. <laughs> it was just the way she said it. Like, get a bus or walk or stop being lazy and have a bike and bike to work i was just like, i honestly imagine what, what world do you live in <laughs> no i can just literally imagine because what's your like average commute to to a gig 20 mile 30 mile 
Yeah, about 30 miles uh, so each, there. each way. Yeah, 30 mile on the back roads with yeah. a trailer, a little trailer with eight, eight and a half months pregnant or eight months pregnant. Yeah. Be fine. She'll be fine. My my client today, actually, it was it was one of those where we were hoping to be outside, but we made the decision yesterday. It's got to be Zoom because the forecast is foul. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were celebrating a really good CQC inspection. Oh, that's always good. Yeah. So the fact that they've done that with, with the pandemic and everything, they've all worked really hard. Yeah. And uh, they're very well deserved. So they've had a lovely celebration day today. And yeah, so they thought, let's get some pizzas in for the staff and let's have a party for the residents. And we had a good time. Yeah. A couple of my Sunderland homes are rated excellent. That's lovely, isn't it? A lot of them actually, like, because there's a good whack in the northeast that are rated excellent, which is always nice to see. I just think it's wonderful, given what everyone's been through mm-hmm. this past sort of 18 months, seeing those that are outstanding and excellent. They're still maintaining the standards. Oh, yeah. It's so Ex- difficult. It's called outstanding, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So yeah. difficult. Um, like and five more managing. Yeah. So it makes you very proud, doesn't it? It does, <laughs> especially when it's been like my regulars that I've been to since day dot. And I know them so well and like, well, actually I was going to say, so you'll, you'll have regulars that you've been to since you very first started and yes. do you get um, any sort of like presents? I do. do I you? do. I yeah. do. Um, so Christmas, I always get a bottle of something. Uh-huh. Um, but when I got married, um, gosh, when did I get married? Two and a half years ago. A lot of my regulars had done me homemade cards and oh, it's so put cute. me present boxes together um for my wedding yeah because they were all they kind of all lived through it with me you know yeah like from from when i got engaged to the planning and everyone wanted to see the dress everybody all my clients saw the dress before my husband did mm-hmm. like <laughs> that that all got passed around um oh. and it's been the same with baby one of my regular homes has been knitting baby stuff for me <gasps> at their oh. weekly knit and natter that's so cute. I know. And I'm going to see them in a couple of weeks uh, for the last time before he's born. And they're so excited. And um, I love it when like you get really close with care homes because it, it is like a little family, isn't it? Like yeah. you sort of just drop in every like sort of month or so. But it yeah. is nice. I mean, I've, I've had the standard sort of flowers and wine and stuff. But mm. I, have, you ever, have you ever had any unusual presents? You know what? I have had an unusual one. Um, this, this it wasn't even for me either. This just shows the kind of chatter you have with your regulars. So there's this lovely little place in New Toxeter that I used to go to uh, on a morning, and I always have a little bit more time to stay and chat after a morning show. Um, so we were chatting away, and they tend to knit stuff for the premature baby unit. Yeah, that's what what they what they do in their knitting natter. And um, we were chatting and they said, oh, so how's things, how's married life? And I just happened to mention that my husband wanted an aquarium. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know why. Uh, I just happened to mention that we'd been discussing the fact that he really likes fish. And whenever we go on holiday, we always go to the Sea Life Centre. That's like, we we will only go where there's an aquarium. (laughs) It's like, we have to go. yeah, so I just happened to mention it and she says, oh, well, why don't you get one? And I says, well, he wants a big one and we haven't really got the space for it. And we have two cats and I'm just a bit worried that, you know, the fish will come to harm with yeah. my two cats. 
And I thought no more of it. And then I went back the following month and she had knitted an aquarium. Oh my God, really? A, li a little one. Yeah. In like glass jam jars. <gasps> and then she'd suspended fish on like see-through wire oh, wow. from the jam jar lids. Oh my God. And she said, That's I thought- brilliant. Yeah. And she said, um, I thought your husband might like this. And it was like- a little goldfish that's amazing that <laughs> in though. a jam jar it's isn't always it? like the the handmade someone handmade me a necklace the other week and i was like it was just basically like a little piece of sort of um rattan string or something and she'd put like little beads on it and you know i'm thinking she took the time yeah to make that for me like isn't I it loved the most it. thought the most thoughtful so thing although but i have had some a, a weird present but i don't think if i if i told you to guess i don't think you'd ever it i could give you 10 years and you would never guess what it was i was once given a soap <laughs> on the rope <laughs> <laughs> soap on the rope I I'm thinking, don't are you trying to tell me them. i smell Oh, I know, I know. Well, um, I keep, I kept it. Everything I get sort of goes in my memory box because I don't want to use it. I want to keep it like as a memory. So I've got like a memory box of this job, and it's just full of the most arbitrary stuff that I get given. That's like that's like my mum did. My mum did that. All the presents I bought her when I was a kid. She she never wanted to use them, so now it's just like gone off soap and perfume that she can't yeah, ever there's, use. There's a tissue in there of um uh, when someone give it give it to me after a show and she was like there's 50 pound for you and i was like oh thank you and i, and I looked and it was like a, a tissue but oh, then bless. there's also there's also a drawing that someone did of me <laughs> me and my the girl i used to work with we were in manchester i know <laughs> <Manchester>. <laughs> taken on as a northeast girl but i was working at manchester and he, at the end of I saw he was sketching as we were singing and I was thinking oh he keeps looking at us I wonder if he's drawn us so anyway he, at the end he was like there you are do you know what I must try and find this picture to put on the Facebook because you will laugh so much but what he done was and I am pretty busty <laughs> <laughs> had he drawn you like Jessica Rabbit uh, I was just basically a tiny little head with a big pair of breasts <laughs> and he was like there you are love and I was like oh thank you and um, it was literally like some sort of uh, yeah it was it looked like I'd been smuggling two watermelons a caricature of yourself it was hilarious but i took it and do you know what he only he drew it once so we had i mean this is the manager must have heard us we were like excuse me can you can you photocopy this for us so we've got two copies <laughs> like, okay but i was like it's just it's just so brilliant I, I really want us to have a copy each of it so yeah. i'll try my hardest i'll get sandra on it to to be fair to be fair i i did i did a home for adults with learning disabilities and they drew a picture of me um, oh really have you got it and somewhere it's it's in my memory box try and it's, find it i think it's probably in with all my christmas cards because i i keep i keep yeah, them all so do I. you know yeah um and and I, I i haven't seen it since i've moved house but i know it's here somewhere it's not the sort of thing i would have thrown away no i never thought i've got full-blown a full-blown stage you'd drawn with yeah. curtains and it was so lovely yeah I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to dig some of these things out. I totally. tell you what, I'm gonna get Paul to take a photo of his fish as well because it's on his desk at work. I'm sure it is. Talking about gifts, I've been given quite a few weird gifts actually. But um, didn't you get like a Russian doll of weird things? It was like something inside something else. 
Oh, no, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, have talking have about, I remembered Yeah, this? no, no, no. You've sort of mixed like two stories together. So uh, um, a lady came through my show before and she was sort of pushing a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you know what I'm talking about. But I think if you've just fused two stories together, which I've got that many, I don't blame you. But um, so she sort of came through with a shopping trolley and as i was singing you know when you're sort of on autopilot so you can just you just sort of people watching because you know <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> i was on autopilot and she sort of walked through the, with a, a shopping trolley and i thought oh okay then she pulled out like a boot and i was like oh okay, okay a boot yeah and then she pulled out an alarm clock out of the boot and i was like <laughs> 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 and, you know like that's another thing give me 10 years to guess which was pulling out that boot i would, I would never, never have thought an alarm clock <laughs> never have guessed oh, that. No, no, no. but um then i was also given a bible one time and then i opened it up and i had um someone's bra in it that was a nice <laughs> gift and then obviously not not to mention the sort of half-eaten biscuits and sandwiches you get given always I was given a, a half-eaten um, bourbon. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you. And the, and the carer was like, oh, that means he likes you because he saves his um, biscuits and he gives them to the people he likes. So I was like, oh, thank you. Thank so you. Now, at, at Christmas, I give out carol books for the carol sing-along section in my show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and every year, I'm like, why do I do it? But then yeah. every year, everybody loves it. So I always do it. But anyway, I always end up getting half-eaten mince pies <laughs> inside my carol books <laughs> when, when we get <laughs> given them back. And I have to, like, sift through everything. Like, all right, what can we use next time? What can we, you know? It's like that with the flags, though. Oh, the flag's covered we, yeah, in chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I wish it was chocolate. Sometimes when people blow the nose on my flags and give them back, and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How about... When you give your flags out and then you see them, roll them up because they put always them roll in the put them in put the, them in the handbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah or, yeah. or in the basket on the zimmers. Yeah, yeah. We we literally live the same life, but we just do. different parts of the country. Because <laughs> everything that happens to you happens to me. <laughs> I would say that is probably the single thing that has saved me the most money through the pandemic. Yes, is I'm, not I'm being forever. able yeah. to hand out props. So I, I haven't had to replace any. I've got to do this for two people, as me and another girl, as yeah. Tamsin, that I've got to do for as well. Yeah, I haven't had to replace anything. We keep like Amazon in stock, like try we in business for doing, you know, all the Union Jacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So speaking of uh, the pandemic, um, it kind of felt today, especially like the pandemic is still happening. Uh, the fact that we had to do online stuff. Yeah, it's been um, a while, hasn't it? Because we've been back. Yeah, I've inside, been inside outside. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the fact that the weather was so bad and the, I could stand outside. But she said I just, she was. it was more for me, she said. But I was like, honestly, I don't mind. I'll stand outside. I don't care. I've got yeah. my own shelter. She was like, oh, she was like, oh, we'll just do a Zoom. So I was thinking, no, okay. So you know what Zoom's like. Basically, you get dressed from the top half up and you wear your slippers and your pajamas on the bottom. Oh, so yeah. I, was, I oh, wasn't yeah. going to complain. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm still, I'm recording this straight from my show so are you um and i'm still in my uh, party on the top half <laughs> i've got slippers i did i did and it in my slippers, slippers on the bottom yeah. yeah i did it in slippers and pajama bottoms today so uh, yeah it's always a good thing to do that i am at the stage of my pregnancy where the only thing that currently fits me is this pair of leggings that i've got on <laughs> have you not bought any maternity stuff why what's the point i knew you like... were gonna say that <laughs> it's such a waste of money yeah, we never know. You might have another one. 
<laughs> Neither is going to be the same size as this one. No, I am in. I'm in leggings at the minute, which are a godsend. Um, and I finally, because of the weather today, I finally got my big jumpers out. And mm -hmm. all of my jumpers that are normally like dress jumpers are, are the only things long enough to go over bump. So yeah, I'm I'm quite comfortable. I look like I'm straight out the nineties in my yeah. leggings and jumper combo, but it is. What oh, it I is. love a leggings and jumper combo. Like I'm always in that. We're talking about going like getting stuff from homes, like uh, presents and stuff. Have you ever had to sign autographs? Yes, <laughs> so do I. It's so cute, isn't it? When they're like, and they literally have actual autograph books that they, they have books sign. that they collect from yeah. everybody that comes in. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, at one time it was when I used to work for the other company. They were like, "How are you late?" And we're like, "We had to sign autograph." She was like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, so oh. should we talk about the Channel 4 programme, The Help? Have you watched it? No, but what I'm going to do is that it's on my list. I'll watch it this week and then I'll talk about it next episode yeah. and get my thoughts on it. Yeah, sure. But you had some thoughts, didn't you? Well, I did have some thoughts and um, I think mainly what disappointed me the most with the program not the acting because i think jody and stephen i mean i can't knock stephen he's a local legend he lives around the corner from me does he stephen graham yeah um oh, he's wow. an absolute legend down our way he does so much for charity and the schools in the area um you know and you see him walking down the street you're like hey stephen graham you know he is <laughs> yeah the, he is the local celebrity around here and i, I can't fault him he's yeah. wonderful um but I think what upset me the most was um, how dire it made the situation seem when I know all of my clients handled things so brilliantly. Yeah. It kind of upset me that it was portrayed to be so, so dire. I mean, it, it was horrible, but homes coped so much better than they're being given credit for. Well, I'm just looking on Twitter. Yeah for carehome.co.uk's feed. Yes. And they posted, it says that just over 83% who took our poll thought that the Channel 4 drama The Help broadcast earlier this month was a realistic presentation of the care sector. I would be interested to say, I'd be interested to know who's answered that. And then, and then they put underneath saying, considering how horrifying certain scenes were, this is extremely worrying. Yeah, exactly. And that's coming from care home.co.uk yeah but that's exactly what I, mean, I don't know about you but you know a lot of my clients they've not lost many residents they mm -hmm. manage really well a lot of the families i mean i know there's exceptions to everything i know that there's some homes that are still not allowing family visits and and things and there, there are campaigns happening to help those families well can i just interrupt you there because um as we rang a home the other day to get um a, a last minute show booked in for one that was cancelled yeah and they were like we don't want any entertainment we can't have any entertainment our residents have been isolating in the rooms for 18 months what uh -huh. no, 18 it, months yeah but you and see I, would, how? I would like to know what the cqc say about that <sighs> i mean imagine i would not want a loved one in that care home no well no, no. <laughs> not not when so many others are managing to mm -hmm. make it work safely um yeah i mean I, I know everybody's trying to be safe um but i do think that for some for some 
places it's just easier to say no to everything rather than try and make things work like like when a home said <laughs> a certain home had said that they couldn't have online shows because they had steel in the building <laughs> <laughs> doesn't every building just have say steel? just say no if you don't want a show don't, don't say you can't have an online show because you, you've got steel in the building <laughs> Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't to me. This was a story I heard from someone else, but it did it did make me laugh. It's like, just say no if you don't want one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just I don't think it's representative of the sector generally. I think it highlights an issue with a, a handful that aren't doing enough. Um, but I I I just feel it, we perhaps would have been better maybe showing two different care homes in the program one that was really doing well <laughs> and then i don't know i just i know how hard so many of yeah it my clients I, have I been can't working comment because i've not seen it yet but i will i'll watch it i'll watch the and I'll, and I'll have my opinion on it but um from what i've heard it was a little bit to what i've heard it doesn't it doesn't sound very realistic at all no and i think what disappointed me as well is um at the end they did a massive speech about how the government has failed the sector um when y y we all know that a lot of these places are privately funded the residents pay a lot of money to be there um so frankly um unless it is state funded um that they're, they're privately funded and the residents are all paying a lot of money to be there so so i think we need to be looking at pointing the finger at a, a different place for that particular issue um yeah I, I think there's a lot of opinions about it and there's not many people see inside inside a care home like we do yeah but this is the thing i try not to say anything about it because i only see like an hour of it so it's hard for me to you know have a, a realistic sort of thought about what goes on in the care homes but it's true, but how many times have you showed up and they're not expecting you and then you very much get to see what's happening just on a random day rather than for for an inspection when they're they're prepared for you to arrive? Yeah. I would I would say that we get a very good window at various points through the year. And and I've I can't say I've ever had a situation that I've witnessed that that would even come close to what that programme said yeah didn't didn't you say like there was like one person yeah they were trying to say member. that there was one staff member on shift what well, that would never happen surely uh, no i in none of the homes that i visit but I, I, again you see i think it's kind of for, for people that don't know how how well some places have managed that's just going to give them a really bad view of the whole sector and, and i just what, think that's very unfair and what was this care home meant to be like a big sort of home or was it more like a a, a house you know the ones where they're like little no houses? It, it was it was a, a, a it wasn't one of those little ones it was a big one based in the northwest um and the main character that was involved was um he had early onset dementia, dementia. Yeah. yeah well i mean i've got a lot of clients i mean i do a home where i literally do it for one person yeah the home's got four in and there's only one that'll entertainer entertainer you know so um and there's about 12 staff members that work there. yeah 
Yeah. So I can't ever imagine that one person would be in charge of that many people. Like, whatever, what what would happen if she took ill? Well, quite. You always need somebody mm-hmm. as a backup, don't you? Yeah. Just in case. I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I, I think the, the sector needs praising rather than knocking down when it's at its lowest point, you know, because... And especially all of the homes like that's, you know, kept the entertainment because the know-how, you know, the needs mental stimulation and physical, like dancing yeah. and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, it's brilliant a lot, what a lot of homes. And the fact is that they ha- the went online yeah they they've been so online. they've been so open-minded haven't they oh yeah we, we we sat down and we were like right how are we going to make this work and it took one or two of our clients just saying we'll take a chance okay mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll try something outside we'll try something online and then all of a sudden we had the footage to say to everybody else look it's working yeah. and and it and it's brilliant and it really really helped i think a lot of it though is is when you invest in it like decent equipment yes all of that pays off because you know a lot of people didn't and i don't think it did them any good it didn't do any of us any good because if you (laughs) you were i think if the home was unfortunate enough to book something that was poor quality they think that everything's going to be like that and it puts them off the idea i had a few as well that said oh well we'll, we'll try it but you know we've not we've not had a good experience yeah. I mean, you and I started doing pre-recorded shows, didn't we? Around uh, when the weather turned last year, mm-hmm. we decided to get something ready for, for yeah. Remembrance so, Day, didn't we? That was our first. That was my yeah. first, yes. Oh, Halloween as well. I, I went online for Halloween. I did live stuff. I mean, I was I was going live the whole time, but I mean, actually mm-hmm. getting a show ready, pre-recorded, mm-hmm. edited, so that if anyone was in isolation or yeah it was uh, it was well, remembrance and christmas that yes that, that that's we when really started it's because doing. both of us both of us do themed shows yes as well we do. so it's very easy for us to sell say a 50 show or a wartime show or a musical yes. show so we just recorded all of our shows and still to this day anyone can buy them if they want them yeah and they've, they've got a bit of a discount on them obviously because it's pre-recorded and they can re-watch them and yeah how we keep I, I don't know about you but we keep the link for like a yeah month. we say 30 days yeah the yeah. Same. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and they can watch as many times on youtube so um yeah it's been brilliant and they've they've, they've still sell to this yeah. year i sold a 60s show uh last week actually yeah <laughs> i sold um a legends isn't sure, it funny? Is, it's still. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever get rid of them. I think that they're always there. They're there. Yeah, they're there, and they've they've really they've they've come in handy. Say if something happens in a care home mm. and they can't get their online show to work, I was like, that's fine. I'll just send you pre-record. Yeah. I really struggle with the Halloween show. Me too. Because every year, every, every I think... year I think I'm not I'm mm. not going to do it again. I, I I can't think of enough show enough, enough songs. And it gets booked solid every year. <laughs> yeah, every, every year I'm like, oh, this will be the last year. And then straight after that show, can we book you for next year? And I'm like, because <laughs> it's so... Don't you feel daft doing some of the songs? Yeah, yeah, because as well, Halloween was never popular in their day. It was hardly popular in mine. I mean, we never had pumpkins. No. Because pumpkins were like, we had to carve out a turnip. And wear a black bag. (laughs) That was our Halloween. Yeah, I mean, it was big in America. And I think things like 
there's songs like Jeepers Creepers and things that are of that era that you can use, but you've only got so many songs. And when you look at the ones they actually know, you've only got about half hours worth of material. One of my loosest related Halloween songs is probably Zonchian Medley. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was in the film Ghost. Yeah, but you've got an answer for it. And that's all that matters. Uh-huh, so if anyone ever sees, and yeah. If you can explain and then possibly, it, that's I used to do the Scooby Doo theme tune, and then I really started thinking, right, I do look ridiculous now doing this sort Scooby-Doo. of thing. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. Yeah, can you imagine? I was like, jinkies! I do have, <laughs> I have two different Halloween shows. I have one for elderly residents, and one for young. and one for the younger ones because the younger ones love thriller and the um the time, time warp, warp, all that stuff. Yes, Ghostbusters. Yeah. I don't know how I even get away with doing Ghostbusters. It's literally just me occasionally going Ghostbuster. <laughs> There's like nothing to it. Um, but then and the, but then I do like the older show because I I put in things like bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Bothered, bewildered. One of my favorite songs song. of the Halloween set. It's my second to last. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's so, such a nice song. Uh, and I do I um, witchcraft it. by Frank Sinatra. Yes, I do that as well. Lovely. Like you get some really lovely Hold on. jazz songs. What, what are we starting off with? Are we starting off with one, two, three? Monster Mash. <laughs> no, no. You don't start off with Monster no. Mash. No. What? The, when on earth would you ever do Near that? The end. It's got a massive long intro. No. Yes, I do. I normally thank everybody and I hope they've all enjoyed themselves over the intro. And the main reason why is because I think, can I get away with not doing it this show? Because I really don't like it. <laughs> oh, I don't mind it. But I tell you what, here's, here's a good song that you can put in. I'll let you have this one. Love Portion number nine. Love you know it. what, though? I put that in my Valentine's show as well. Yes, it's in it, my Valentine's show. Nice I love one. that song. It's a great one. So good, isn't it? My favourite is have any... definitely Bewitched, Bothered and Bewildered, though. It's such mm-hmm. a beautiful I song. I like that. Devil yeah. in Disguise. Do you have disguise. any... Yeah. Do you have any favourite songs at the minute that you sing? Like, just in any set? You know, when you get a song that you're like, oh, I like it, so you put it in, like, every show. It's not, like, that the, the I particularly like. Um, it got requested a couple of weeks ago, and I've sang it in every show since, because they blooming love it. And it is Delilah by Tom Jones. <laughs> it's <laughs> such... I don't sing any Tom Jones. Oh, Michaela, you're missing out. They love a bit of Tom Jones. Oh, I'd love to They learn. love... Um, oh, it's not unusual... If you you know you know the gentlemen don't join in as much as the ladies. If you want to get the gentlemen to sing Tom Jones and Engelbert Humperdinck, yes, I've been asked for that before, but I'm like, please release me, release me or Quando Quando Quando. See, he's another. Oh, yeah, Quando, he's Quando. a he's yeah. a local legend around Leicester as well because he's from my neck of the woods. Um, oh, yeah, really? they all absolutely love Engelbert as well. So. All the big ballads, that and like obviously like my way and stuff like that gets the men singing. Yeah, yeah. I had a request for that tomorrow. Really, oh, you? great one! See, that's in my Valentine's show. The hall of the the room was like a nightclub. Mm. <laughs> they were absolutely like that was what my show was like yesterday. Um, it was like they were all up dancing to the point where I was absolutely sweating trying to like keep up with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get homes like that though, oh, don't you, yeah. where they just absolutely love a dance and, a, and they were singing at the top of the voices as well and I was thinking this is brilliant like as if this is my job Bless them. but my, my favourite song at the minute to sing and it's probably because of the the reaction is Bobby's Girl Ah, yeah it always, it always a few tears to that one it's as well it's a lovely one 
It is, it is. As soon as I start, and they're like, that's my favourite song. You know what, though? I'm that like, is oh. such an underrated song, and it's a really nice middle really of the road. Is. It just fits in nicely. Lovely yep, It's song. in the very middle of my set. Yeah. And I follow it with Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow. Lovely song. It's sort yeah. of like, yeah. I know, I do, I do love my 60s show. You see, I do, I do a love, like, a 50s and 60s mixed set. Like, it's basically the soundtrack to the Dreamcoats and Petticoats. Dreamboats and Petticoats yes, CD. Yeah. Like they, it's, it's such a lovely mix, they isn't just it? don't make songs like that these no. days. No, okay. and they're just, they're just, like I say, they're middle of the road, e- easy to sing, easy for them to sing along to, and yeah. nothing too full on. It's just lovely. Mm-hmm. Love love sets mm-hmm. like that. I do as So well. would you say your Halloween show is your least favourite themed show? Yeah, just because it's... It's such a gimmicky show, isn't it, yeah. really? I don't think... I always feel like they maybe don't enjoy it. But then I always get a phone call after the show saying, oh, my God, we loved yeah. it. And I'm like, what? It's Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I feel the same. I Halloween, I will. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. If I'm like, are you sure you don't want Elvis on? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know how you feel. I, I almost feel awkward doing some of the songs because I think they're so naff. But then they always yeah. say, oh, we love your Halloween show. Can we do it next year? Yeah, you've never done scooby dooby Doo. No, so. I didn't do Scooby-Doo, no. But... <laughs> I did. I did it for a few years until it got unbearable to the point where I was thinking, right, we can't do it anymore. <laughs> can't, can't put myself through it anymore. <laughs> but no, um, that's not, obviously, the, the theme. I know what you were getting leading into with that. You're talking about the Yorkshire show. Well, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> so they're the standard theme shows, but what are the weird ones that you've been asked for? This wasn't for my business though, because I would have outright saying, said we don't do a Yorkshire show. But one time when I worked for the other company that I mentioned before in the, the previous podcast, um, we used to just get roted for the most unusual shows. And I think it was just a fact of, do you do this? Yeah, we do it. And then figure it out later. <laughs> that's what I think that's what they yeah. did. And then we got like, the night before we'd get our rotors to say where we were for the next day. And it was the night before and we, we noticed that next to a certain home it said a Yorkshire show and I was said, what on earth is a Yorkshire show and so when I asked I when I asked her she was like oh just you know anything about Yorkshire I was like hold on that doesn't help me in the slightest <laughs> and then she was like oh and sing sing um 500 miles by the proclaimers I was like well I don't know that one so next but surely <laughs> that would go like, in a Scottish show if anything Oh, I, I, I don't know. Honestly, there's there's no bargain and no rhyming reason to that, is there? So, um, but she's so <laughs> so. I, in the the most, all I could think of was right out of the songs that we already do because I'd only been in the shop for about three weeks at this point. Oh my so word! We were, so early on, we were we were still still settling in. Like, we were still to the point where we didn't fully know some of the words or, do you know what I mean? So, I was thinking, right, what can I do? So, what I did was, I was like, no, we can do this, right? We'll just keep, we'll just put Scarborough Fair in. But that's sort of the only sort of thing that's Yorkshire in it. So, we kept sort of saying to the end, like, and we're going to do Scarborough Fair, wait till the end. This is this is the Yorkshire theme you've been waiting for, Scarborough Fair. Because I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> so, we absolutely blagged our way through this Yorkshire show, which um, is the 1st of August, is Yorkshire Day. So, it's Every an actual year. day? Yorkshire Day. 
Yes. I mean, I know there is so a day for everything. Yeah, National Jam Filled Door. Yeah, National Chocolate Day. <laughs> National Love Your Pet Day. National Hugger Family Member Day. Like, there's literally so many, isn't there? I mean, it's good for activities coordinators, though, isn't it? Oh, it's, that they, they can do a theme for anything. But there aren't mm-hmm. songs. There are. There's definitely not an hour's worth of <laughs> songs I mean, for everything. What, what on earth songs could you think off the top of your head if I told you you need to do a Yorkshire show? Literally Scarborough Fair. Yeah, that's it. So we did the show. Possibly Wuthering Heights because it talks about the moors. Oh yeah, the, yeah, it does yeah. But no, I mean, nobody, I nobody wants to weigh all that in the morning though. Let's nobody, be fair. Nobody wants to even hear me sing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a brilliant song, but I just don't think I could ever do it justice. But um, so so yeah, it was sort of built up for for me to sing because only me that could sing it because it was high. The my other partner couldn't sing high, so oh. only me that could do it. And even the backing track was too high, so I was a little bit catawalling myself. <laughs> and and the, so at the end, I was like, it's time for Scarborough Fair. And that was the big payoff. <laughs> and then we started getting rotted for it all the time. And I was like, hold on, this isn't, this is not a show that you want out. <laughs> so we had to sort of put, but Eleanor, listen to this. This is the worst part of it all. And I, I totally blocked it out of my memory until a f- about a few weeks ago when we were talking about it but i we got we kept getting rotted for it so we were like right let's see what we can put in but of songs we already know so i when i tell you i did five six seven eight don't from steps to a care home <laughs> rap and all <laughs> i'm impressed that you know the rap to be Hip, fair click and finger cliff and lever push and pen push. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine and to, to a did they just of, like, look like well, what's going on they were like they were thinking like can this wally get off the grass please because <laughs> i was outside i'm like it was horrendous and then also um i don't know who possessed us but we also sang cotton eye joe as oh, well no. <laughs> you know that 90s classic oh, yeah. that we definitely haven't heard yeah. of <laughs> and then yeah it was absolutely dire absolutely dire and then i think we put our foot down we were like look no more because this is not a show you want out like you just give us time give us a set give us a yorkshire show set and i'll learn i'll learn it but don't let me don't tell me 10 o'clock the next day when i've got to leave at seven o'clock in the morning the next i can't get anything done no that's just a bit of anger coming out there. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> calm. Like, don't tell me that. <laughs> I still harbour some serious issues here. I have never had what? to do a Yorkshire show. No. Yeah, neither have I. Funny that, isn't it? How I've, I've been doing this job longer now than what I ever did with them and I've never been asked for a Yorkshire show. You see, I, that, I'd be it? tempted to say it's just a variety show, but it is Yorkshire Day, so we thought it'd be nice to include Scarborough Fair. That brings me into um, a gripe I've had. Go on. Everyone deciding they want to do the job in the pandemic mm-hmm. and they don't know how to do it. And singing the wrong stuff. They just want to put on a flowery dress and sing like some songs that they think's vintage, like postmodern jukebox. They don't want to hear that. No, they don't want to hear Mr. Brightside done in, in a, a big in band a style. style. No, they don't. Yeah. But everyone decided that they could do this job in the pandemic, didn't they? And yeah, that's that what that that really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, especially when we take so much time and we have some. We have some really bad. Sh- let's be fair, we have some bad shows getting some songs wrong sometimes that you've tried, yeah. but they're all tried and tested. And yeah, I mean, you don't know 
if you yeah, you try a song it leave us it leave a sink or something. Yeah. And there's just pure trial and error. And we've why we we've gone through the trial and error. Yeah. I feel like everyone just wants it everything handed to them on a platter. They don't want to do the work. They don't do they don't want to pay for the tracks. They don't want to Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It is quite frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, and then it's like We'll ring the papers so we can they can see me outside a care home putting smiles on people's faces. And it's like, look, we've done this job for how long, and I don't think I've ever rang the papers. No. I, don't, I think I've, I've never given an interview for anything like about my job. It's my job. It's like that's people couldn't believe when I was singing in the street. They're like, oh my god, such a lovely thing to do. I'm like, oh, it's my job. And they're like, we're taking aback that I said that. And I'm like, no, I, I do this and have it's done li- this literally what I do every now. day. Yeah, I do this every day. You just never see it because it's inside of a care home that you can't get into like and she was like they were like really but yeah but then all of all of these pictures off the street i wonder where they're all going you, know, you don't know you do you? Singing, you yeah you don't know where at one point i in one in one gig i had like a crowd of people around me like taking pictures and like videos and i'm thinking where are these videos and pictures going to end up it's so true. I don't, I don't know. It makes me a bit like, oh, what are they doing with it? They could be saying, look at this Wally outside of a care home. But I wouldn't know. <laughs> but no, I, can I talk about, I know like, you, we haven't discussed this, but what I, my, <laughs> sometimes you get like videos. I fear the Facebook, worst with this one, the way you're giggling. <laughs> you don't know I'm going to say it. That's why. Go on. This is off the cuff. This is unscripted. No. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know when you get like them video, like say I I take the most horrendous pictures, right? You do, and you know I do. And it's no offense, but your action shots are quite frightening sometimes. The horrendous. It's because I'm, I look like I'm I'm on drugs. You're so ignorant because you're a very expressive performer. I am. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I was going to talk about the fact that sometimes like not the best videos I get put on Facebook about. Oh, don't! <laughs> I had the worst one. You you know what I'm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, am I gonna right, hold on, that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna talk about, but hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I I right, hold on, I'm gonna make you feel better because I did what you did the other day. Oh, did you? Right? So I'm not on my own. So so yeah, 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 yeah. But hold on, I hope that I we, I hope we're talking about the same thing. Yes. Place. So the one Yes. You. I I I I, <laughs> I was recovering from illness. <laughs> I'm caveating this story with that. She's literally giving me such dirty looks through the camera. <laughs> I I was recovering from illness. I'd had a bit of a sniffle and and when you sing, sometimes um different parts of your register are affected by um when you when you, you're not even ill anymore, but it just sits on your voice for a couple of weeks longer. So I got booked to go in and see this care home and their anthem that we do every time is The Wonder of You and the residents all love it. And I normally sing it, for, for all female singers listening that do male songs, I was singing it down the octave. That's how I normally do it. Um, but because of this cold that I'd had, I'd lost all my bottom register. So I thought to myself, well, it's all right. I'll just do it up the octave. Forgetting how... <laughs> how high that song actually goes (laughs) and i immediately three lines into the song think oh my god i'm not going to be able to manage this just when i'm about to just want to roll up and die and i'm thinking it's all right it's the last song of the set no one's watching no one's listening i see the activities coordinator (laughs) with her phone out filming me (laughs) doing the worst (laughs) song i've done for the whole hour and not only that, but that is the song she chose to put on Facebook. <laughs> so that went to everybody, and Michaela saw it and was like, "Me." <laughs> <And I> was like, <laughs> oh, it's not my finest. 
<laughs> no, it's because, right, we, we literally are that close that I could be like, oh my God, Eleanor, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's because right, she showed on she's leaving the day what really happened she was like um, your love for me is everything and you'll know I had to I had to swap octaves there was no way I was going to finish that song up there <laughs> Hold on now, so I'm gonna make you feel better. Oh my I'm god. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you feel better, right? Because I was not sick and I just I just started off just singing it the Nocta Five for no reason. <laughs> I was singing It's a bitty teeny It's a bitty teeny way yellow for Oh no, day, right? I bet that ended and up sounding like, like the chipmunks were doing it. Can you imagine? No no no, so it gets worse. So I was like, uh, she was afraid to come out of the locker. And it's like two, three, four, tell the people what you want. It was bitty <laughs> <laughs> It was an itty bitty too. Yeah, and then I thought, right, I'm going to just have to steer down the octave. So so I started off really high. (laughs) Then the rest of the song, I was like, she was afraid to come out. Channeling your inner Barry White. I literally had no excuse. I wasn't ill or anything. I just started off with Octave High for no reason and then thought, oh, oh, I can't sing. It was an itty bitty. So, yeah, I had to do it. You'd have sounded like you were on fast forward if you'd have stuck with that octave. Yeah, no. I know. I really would have. And everyone's sort of looking around. Well, you can't mock me for the wonder of you ever again now. Why? Because you've just done it yourself. I'm, yeah, d- I'm just I, sad I like that to. I wasn't there to film Eleanor it. Doesn't, Eleanor doesn't make mistakes very often, so when she does, I like to jump on it. Like, ah, I remember when you did that. <laughs> I'm such a perfectionist, I can't help it. I know. And I beat myself so when, up for I it. Knew, I knew how absolutely livid you would have been about that being on Facebook <laughs> the, the fact well. that I never shared it to my page. I was like, hopefully I no know. one will see that. Oh, no, Michaela's yeah. found it. <laughs> no, no, I found it. And I shared it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay so thank you for listening to episode two of our podcast next week i feel like all we've done is just giggle all the way through it has been a giggly one hasn't it i think i think we're just a little bit like after we've got we've run a short high (laughs) that's so true (laughs) adrenaline's still going (laughs) for our next show uh next podcast rather we have got a special guest we wanted to invite somebody on that has also been really busy through the pandemic uh, in a different area to ourselves. Um, And that is the wonderful Dee. She will be joining us from Musical Delights. And she's been working really hard. She works in Manchester. In the North East. No, North West. No, the North West. You're the North East. She's in Manchester. She's the North West. Yes. That's right. Yeah, um, she's a lovely, lovely girl. Actually, I work with her. She, um, she, did you ever meet I her? Didn't. I didn't. She's did another you? survivor of the company we used to work for. She, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's done brilliant and like she sort of just worked her way um, in silence and she kept her head down I, and I, I, did she really, really has. Well. And yes, yeah, so I can't wait to ask her um, about her stories and how she's survived through the pandemic and all of the questions about the jobs because it's been so long since I've spoke to her properly about it. So yeah. she's been she's been wonderful. See, and she did a very similar thing to us. She did stuff online and she just kept herself going. And mind her online shows were crisp. They were beautiful. Her quality, oh, yeah. yeah, she absolutely beautiful quality. Yeah, brilliant, and her send was good as well. She was she ticked every box. So we thought she'd be a really good guest to get on first um hopefully sh- share some of her tricks of the trade <laughs> and uh, some of her stories yeah so thank you very much everyone we'll Thanks see you for next listening. time bye bye, bye.